Welcome to the Fifth Year Podcast. As always, Clint Maxey in the producer chair, Zach Ruley, and yours truly, Parker Biggs, hosting. You can find us on Twitter at Fifth Year Podcast and on Instagram at The Fifth Year Podcast. And for those of you that are new here, uh, we are a college football focused sports podcast. Uh, but these next few weeks will be a lot of basketball and golf. That's just what the season has brought us. Uh, so uh, let's hop right in. I feel like don't have quite as much to talk about from the elite eight games as I'd hoped as those games were about as boring as it gets. Uh, but this final four should be electric. The about as blue bloody as it gets. Uh, this is going to be awesome. Uh, right. Really? Yeah. And I just hate that it's setting up for coach K to get one more fucking crack at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to beat him. K's going to beat you. Duke's going to beat UNC. Then they're going to be like Kansas. Then they get to beat another blue blood in the finals. It's just setting up so well. And it's like kind of makes me sick to my stomach a little bit. Um, St. Peter's had no actual shot to beat North Carolina. Like, no, we've said that about every game they've played. Like, oh, they have no chance. But this time that was just too much to overcome. Um, I actually emptied the chamber on a lot of Armando Baycott props. And he had like 22 rebounds, 20, 20 points, 22 rebounds. So I ended up having a decent little Sunday when I checked my phone and saw how bad they did. They won. It was kind of funny trying to watch the, uh, or watching the uh, St. Peter's guys try to Doug rebound. Eddard's <laughs> trying to get a rebound over Baycott. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. Happy for Brady Manic. What are our OU fans? OU fans Super should be happy. Everyone, I mean, he was, yeah. you know, he graduated from OU. Yeah. He OU for Oklahoma kid. OU fans should be. Any OU fan mad that he's having success? That's a little childish, and I'm sure there's some, but the majority I've seen are happy. Yeah, I haven't seen. I mean, I like you said, there's got to be someone, and I'm sure there is, but you know, anyway, good for him though. It's awesome. Yeah, and I he's mean, playing really well. He's very. You could already. I mean, he's the key to that team. I think. Like, yeah, I don't he think stretches the floor pretty well. What and what a coaching job! I was awesome watching Hubert Davis choke up. Yeah, because yeah. he was getting a lot of Hubert was a guy a lot beginning of the year they were struggling. He was getting a lot of flack. So was I mean so was Roy and so was UNC for hiring him but um he's he's made it I don't know how many coaches have made it to a final four in their first year I think the list is very very small I don't quote me on this I might I'm going to fact check I think it's less here. than I 3 like I, I feel like I heard that is he the first He might be the first I don't know he it can't be a large number but incredible coaching job um Villanova I didn't have them very far in my bracket but I did have them to make the final four I I just think free throw shooting is like a very pivotal part in March. They're the highest free throw shooting team in the country. I think they shoot like 89% as a team, which is insane. Jay Wright's just a star. Yeah. I, I hope he brings back the, the cool suits though. Yeah. It doesn't look right. He needs in like a mob boss type suit right. uh, on Saturday night, but we'll see. Good for Kansas too. I, I don't, I like Bill Self. Yeah. I hope the coaches wear suits this weekend. Right? I, yeah, I, feel like I would. It's you, a big enough game. If you hadn't been wearing one all season, like you got to look sharp. You got to look good for the final yeah, four. Agreed. Um, big Cat was saying that if North Carolina beats Duke, it like, like North Carolina can talk shit on Duke forever. And I kind of agree with that. Because yeah. it's like, how do you not beat us one more time with Coach K? Like you said, I'm completely agreed. Duke is going to win this game. They're going to beat Kansas or Villanova, probably Kansas, because, you know, oh, okay, it's yeah. going to be the most like storybook ending that Coach K could possibly to beat the, the program with the most wins ever. Yeah. And then and then say you get a shot at Kansas. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going through I and mean, they've gone through a I mean, 
had a pretty tough. They had to beat some test. good teams to get yeah. there. Arkansas. But yeah, the end here is how would you re-rank these four teams? I'd probably say Duke, Duke, Kansas, honestly, UNC, Villanova. I, I agree. Just because I think UNC, um, they're a tad deeper, which you don't really have to be that deep in March, though, too. That's the other thing. Villanova and UNC both aren't that deep. That that would be an interesting final. I'd actually think I'd like to see that the most is UNC versus Villanova. Yeah. You know, this is, like you said, Villanova is not deep, and they're even thinner now without Justin Moore. Torn Achilles. That was a really big loss because yeah. he matched up well with um, a couple guys. On, he was going to be a mismatch for a couple guys on KU's roster. So right, yeah, he's second in the team in points, second in assists, and third in rebounds. So can't really make up for that. But Jay Wright is a stud. So uh, any anything that surprised you last weekend? Like, no, I mean. Definitely didn't think Tech was going to. I think most of it played out the way I thought it would once we got the matchups. Um, Houston, I, that's the one thing I thought they would. I mean, they just. I think had they finally. I think they finally came back down to what I had been watching all season. To where from I think, an offensive. I think I've said on this this podcast, and I know I've told people, all the statistics loved Houston all year, like the Ken Palm, everything, shot charts. But like watching them during the regular season offensively, sometimes they just got so cold, like for long periods and like multiple games, even without Marcus Sasser. And then their big guy, their top two leading scores, both below their knees in December. Um, so it's an excellent coaching job by Kelvin to get them that far. But that one, that one made sense to me. Yeah. You know, I agree. Houston, I, after I see, I wasn't high on Houston. I think the two of us were on the same page on how we felt about them after watching them, you know, struggle at times against SMU, against Memphis, against some other A's. Like Tulane and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so then that Houston that we saw the first three games or whatever, I was convinced they were maybe the best team left. Like yeah. I thought they had a legitimate national championship. I mean, it, it took them like they almost beat, I mean, they, they hung around with Villanova with probably their worst offense performance of the season. Like they couldn't buy a basket yeah, and they still yeah. hung around because they're so athletic and play so well defensively. So it still wouldn't have been a stretch for them to make the final four, or even the championship. But yeah, that was my only real. Oh, thing that does surprise or that did surprise me. We talk about Nick Saban, like cloning running backs. Jay Wright is cloning like, like white point oh. guards. So he had Arch Ryan, Archie Diacono. For those who don't know, he was on the national championship team. And then you get, uh, uh, what's it? Is it Ryan Gillespie or what uh, I was thinking? Uh, Connor Co- Colin Colin Gillespie. He's been there for four going on five years yeah. now. And then you're gonna have Archie Diakono's little brother yep. be the guy next year who's a freshman on the team right now. So it's just never ending. Like they just have that one white point guard that's really good. All right. Do you think that one white point guard is required to be Catholic? Quite possibly. I also learned another thing that that Villanova. Like if you ask real Philly people, Villanova is not in Philadelphia. Philly, Villanova fans say, oh, we're located in Philly. I talked to a guy who's actually from Philadelphia, went to Temple. He said, no, Villanova is not Philly. So I've also heard so Villanova is not a very fun school, too. I could I could see that. So no, there's like a, and there are a ton of colleges in Philly because they have that. The what the Philly five, you got villain. Well, they consider Villanova Temple. Uh, like, is it like a LaSalle? LaSalle, or? I think. Um, one uh, pen, well, who, pen, and there's who, one. I don't other. know who the fifth one is. But. Who's the one that has the sweet old arena that they play? Oh, uh, Clint, did you? Can you oh, see? Look up Philly Five, and you can. I bet. 
They do play in a cool gym. Haverford, Haverford, Drexel. No. It might be Drexel. Uh, so, well, St. Joseph's? No, St. Joe's in New York, aren't they? No, it must be a different one. Uh, I'm not sure. Keep talking. I'll keep looking. I know. Oh, this is the, yeah, here. No, it's, it is St. Joe's. The Philly Five is LaSalle, Penn, St. Joe's, Temple, and Villanova. It must be UPenn that has the, the cool arena. They, they do. Villanova's actual gym, too, is cool. I think it. Yeah, because they play, they split games between the Wells Fargo and their home. Gym. Yeah. But um, we can kind of lead March Madness talk. I do want to point out uh, maybe some Thunder fans have been watching uh, these two games, Paolo Banchero. Who I think, if you're a Thunder fan, including myself, you really want. I think he's a legit piece. Yeah. Um, so speak like into the Thunder, the tank job needs to increase tenfold. They're sitting Shea Gill just the rest of the year. Um, Dort's out the rest of the year. Giddy's out the rest of the year. Muscala's out the rest of the year. And for those who don't know, they were on the road against Portland last night, who has 26 wins, who's done a miraculous job of tanking out of nowhere. Um, they. Ever since Dame was out for the year, they just went full tank mode. They've done a great job of that. I think legitimately on the injury report last night, you had like 15 total guys from both teams combined. It was game goes into overtime, Thunder one, which is obviously a loss. But Isaiah Roby, who many on this podcast might probably don't even know who exists, who that is. But he caught, he could have cost the Thunder, which I was thinking about it last night. It's a tough spot because like as fans, we all want these guys to lose, right? For them, they're, it's their livelihood. Like, this is how they earn a living. Like, a lot of these guys, it's a prove-it spot. So it's tough to root against a guy to just suck at, at his job and, and maybe potentially be fired for it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm looking I, at, I was ahead, thinking about on. this the other day with tanking. Because uh, I'm wondering, obviously, there's nothing set in the actual huddle, like during timeouts late in the games. And don't you guys agree, isn't it just basically the coach just puts the worst five out there? And I would, like, if you're trying to tank, how do you go about wanting to tank? You don't, you just, you do what the Thunder are doing and you sit your best players and right. just, you can't go tell, like, you're not going to go tell Lindy Waters, exactly. a guy that's like fighting for, you know, a spot in the NBA. Hey, don't, don't try. Right. You just put your worst roster out. That's all you can. We have tried to do that. I think we had seven or eight healthy guys last night and we still found a way to win. Which the Thunder are in a tough spot because the culture is just so right, strong. Too good. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna ever be able to just bottom out. The thing that actually does infuriate me is that like a team like the Magic or the Rockets are gonna get rewarded for being shitty, but they're naturally shitty. It's not like they're like they're trying to, yes, but they're never actually building towards anything. They're just collecting assets and then moving them eventually. Like the the Magic won't they haven't been relevant since Dwight Howard went to the finals in like what two thousand eight? Like they they're a poverty franchise like they fucking suck the rockets got lucky they hired daryl morey and did the whole harden thing like that was a stroke of genius they suck too like those teams are legit they think they're trying to get better but in reality they're stuck in the same spot the thunder have a clear plan it's just not working so far which they could get lucky in the lottery which will be the hope right because they're not gonna it's like more than likely they're going to end up with the fourth worst record. Yeah, so Friday is going to be a large one. You hope you lose Wednesday. I think they play an actual basketball team Wednesday. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I, I got this. Good. 
So you got what Atlanta. you got? You played the Atlanta. Atlanta should beat you. Trey Young at home should and be Atlanta's, able to come into I think still playing for seeding too. Right? Are, yeah, Atlanta needs to make the playoffs. Yeah. So they should come in and beat the shit out of you. Then you got a big Detroit. That's a huge game. Detroit is a massive game. I my my worry there is that Cade will play or won't play, excuse me. And Cade's been playing good. So one, Thunder fans who are OSU fans probably want to see Cade play. Two, he's their best chance at winning that game. Him and Jeremy Grant could sit out. Um from there, you have Suns at home. Blazers at home, which is going to be a tank. That's going to be a suck fest. Like Mm -hmm. we might try and sit, we might sign homeless people off the streets to come play in that game. If it, if it were allowed jazz on the road should be a loss Lakers on the road, which would scare me, but they're fighting to make the playoffs. Yeah. They got to make the playoffs. They're going to have to beat us. And then Clippers on the road to end it, which they'll be fighting for seating as well. So I'd say worst case is the thunder win two more games. Pistons yeah. and Trailblazers, which would still put us about fourth um, in the standings. So you never know how the ping pong balls are going to drop, but you want a top three pick. Top three would have been ideal. What are you guys' yeah. top three right now? What would you draft? One, two, three. Paulo. Paulo, one. Uh, one. I'd, I'd go Jabari Smith, Auburn, Paolo, Vanchero, Duke. And then three, honestly, if you're going to fall back, I like the kid from Iowa. Uh, Keegan Murray. Murray. Yeah. See, I like, I just, I'm a Chet Holmgren believer. I'd go, yeah. I, like, I like him too. Chet, Jabari, then probably Keegan Murray. I just legitimately worry about his weight. Like, who's yeah. he going to guard? Like, it, imagine him trying to guard Joel Embiid. That's the thing. I always remember Giannis. You have to put him on the Giannis, wing. I think. Rookie Giannis. At least he's a rookie. He was so small. And he got jacked. So well, I guess it is mean, possible. He also plays Holmgren wing, looks you know? a lot like, physically a lot like KD. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like KD moved better though. A little quicker. As a, as a college yeah. kid. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I don't think that's a. I don't like. I like Keegan Murray more than the other two, big Johnny Davis and um, Jaden Ivy. Ivy, I think, is a tremendous basketball player. We already have enough guys on the Thunder roster that can't shoot threes. Right. I don't want another one. He Keegan, also choked in that. He had a big three at the end of that. Uh, he did not St. play Peter's. great. He played horrible against St. Peter's. Keegan Murray was the best uh, three point shooter of those Big Ten guys, so that's why I would lean him. I think he's just kind of a sleeper guy. I'd say him if you drop far enough back. The thought of Encaro with SGA. I, I think he's probably the most NBA ready. Yeah, he, body. you could Definitely. put him in right now, and he's legitimately strong. like a starter. Yeah, like from the get go. I, I like him a lot, and I've liked to. I like him more now that I'm watching him. I actually, I've I've also fallen in love with Armando Baycott. If the Thunder have a second round pick, which I'm assuming they do, and that guy's there, I don't know what his draft status is. That guy is a rebounding machine. I know it was against St. Peter's, but he was doing it all. He was putting up like legit Tim Duncan type numbers in college. So I think maybe take a look at him. Okay. I've got a question. Has Brady Manick put himself in conversation as an NBA player? I heard the radio talking about, I think so. Like, I mean, if Lindy, my whole perception has changed. If Lindy Waters can get a shot and go succeed. Um, I don't see why Brady Manick couldn't Brady Manick stretch forward. What is he like? Six, eight, six, nine, six, nine. I think it's a big body. Uh, He's gotten Defen- more physical. He's not yeah, he's, pushed around like yeah, he used to. Defensively, he might struggle a little bit at the next level, but I think there's typically a role in today's league for guys that can Stretch guard. forward, that can yeah. shoot yeah. Especially with his quick release. That's really yeah. I don't know if he get drafted, but he, yeah, he, he certainly will be on a team next summer. His his biggest weaknesses I always felt when he was at OU were he was one, a head case, and he's clutch. he's been clutch all yeah. year for North Carolina. And two is that he got pushed around down low. And I, he still does to some extent, but he's bulked up a little bit. Yeah, he's not the he's not quite as scrawny as he was when he rolled. He's in the not morning. some kid from a four A three A school, whatever. Right. 
Hera, Pride of Hera, Oklahoma. Um, all right. Any other any other hoops thoughts before La- we uh... last thing on the NBA? Just watching the Lakers get beat by thirty, and if they lose this game, they're tied with the Spurs for the ten seed. So they're a couple games, a couple losses, and they might not make the playoffs. Did you guys see that are... kid on that kid on Twitter did some investigating? The Lakers have never tweeted a photo of LeBron with like when they lose. Like, you know how teams tweet the final <laughs> yeah. score bug? It's always someone else. It's always someone else. It's Russ never, never been LeBron. Austin it's been Reeves. Russ like one time, to be fair. So, but yeah, the Lakers are struggling. I watched them blow that comeback the other night against the, or the lead against the Pelicans. That was, that was bad. Can't do that. Yeah, it should be Thank a, you. should be a fun NBA playoffs this year. That's for sure. Especially the East. So yeah, the, the West Celtics, is, the, the Celtics the West is kind of bad. In the one spot in the East last night lost and they're in the fourth today. That's how close the top. Of is Memphis did. leading the West or no. is it or is Phoenix? Phoenix. Phoenix. Memphis is a unit, though. I like yeah. those guys. Desmond yeah. Bain. I, I've liked that kid Dude, since that, he was at TCU. Jaron Jackson. Jared, uh, Triple is, J is phenomenal. He gets no credit around the NBA. He should win defense. That's a legitimate year. team. Yeah, they've, they've built is it, they, they built it the right way. Is it crazy for me to say they could? It wouldn't surprise me at all if they won it all. No, it wouldn't. No, I mean, me. it wouldn't be like the most. It's not what I'm expecting, but. I'm not going to like throw you out of here for saying that right yeah no i think they're set up great all right and the news that i'm most excited about uh in the world of golf tiger woods was spotted uh at augusta national today after a few days of talk about him rumors about him being out his home club that medalist in uh, florida walking with his caddy uh joe or joey uh and now He's been spotted at Augusta, apparently, with JT and with his son, Charlie. Looks like Tiger's doing everything he can to see if he can play. It seems like, at this point, we could say Tiger's trying to play It felt Augusta like today, to me, in my eyes, was like last test. Like, him actually going out there and doing it. Um, I mean, the medalist stuff was pretty... I only heard that, like, yesterday, maybe two days yeah, ago, that he had been walking medalist, his home course, with Joey down there, his caddy. I think he's playing. Um, I guess he has till Monday morning, right? And that when registration ends, something like yeah. that. Monday morning, we'll find out if he's pulling his name or not. Um, I honestly wouldn't even put too much stock into how he played today. To me, it would be, did his leg hurt? Right. And that's probably what he was thinking in his own mind, too. So we'll see. I think he's like, I. this is just pure speculation of mine. The way I'm taking it is that he, I think he's planning to play. And if it, if it just doesn't feel right, he'll withdraw. I think like, yeah, I agree. Do you think he's just going to stay there? I will say, I don't think he would ever withdraw in the middle of the tournament. Oh no, no. If he's playing, he's signed up ready to go four rounds or two rounds, whatever it is. The pain tolerance is not really what like tiger has shown throughout his career that he could deal with. It would literally be like the endurance to me. Right. How can he walk that? Because for those, I've never been out there. I don't know if you have Augusta national, the way I've very hilly, very hilly. It's the toughest walk you do all year on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's shocking how hilly it is. Like, yeah, the cameras don't justify the the actual undulation out there. But I hope he plays. Obviously, I'm sure everybody does. I mean, him even just going out there and hit, teeing it up again is wildly impressive. Yeah. No, seriously. If he, it's not gonna like it would be amazing if he made the cut. Like, if he plays, I have no expectations at all. He might shoot 81, 85 for all I know. But like. It's got this is one of the his return to golf, whether it's this week, whether it's later this year, whatever, like is one of like the greatest comeback stories ever in sports. I think yeah, most it's the, people it aren't would Tiger be Woods. the 
would we're gonna call it the second best golf comeback story ever behind tiger winning the masters a couple years ago or is it is it better than that i don't know i think you could argue it's more impressive like it's not he should have died yeah yeah or had his leg amputated or hurt somebody else but what's your expectation if he he tees it up like uh, he'll make make the cut you think he will yeah 100 percent because he's not going to sign up if he's no, not. Like, yeah, if he's if he not, doesn't think he can play at a high If he doesn't level, think he can compete, he wouldn't be, do it. He, he must have been like, he must feel pretty good about his I game. think, I do think, and I said this too, I think he's been leading everybody on. Exactly. Like when they interviewed him at the Genesis, his tournament that he hosts, they're asking him progress and he was kind of playing a little like cool. He wasn't, wasn't real and revealing a whole lot. Everything was pretty close to the the vest but i i kind of thought that was bullshit yeah i think he'd been hit drivers and stuff and nobody's ratting him out because why would you rat out tiger woods if did you didn't? notice when that stuff got leaked i think zyre tweeted out that video of him walking his home club with uh joey and it was deleted like 30 minutes in yeah it's camp. you can't be the guy that's members at medalist that it's starts filming tiger, yeah it's a quick tiger way woods. to never be a member at medalist right. again <laughs> yeah i i think he's definitely been keeping hush hush i'm sure his buddies and like jt obviously like those guys know hey he he's gonna be able to walk 72 holes this weekend yeah he also did say he, he didn't give a timetable obviously but he said probably won't be a full schedule for me anymore um i mean he's got southern hills in may where he's won a major i think he if he's gonna play augusta he's probably gonna play that one St. Andrews is the host of the Open. He's going to play. He's going to play that one. That's that'd be the last. This would be the last time he could be competitive, I would think, at St. Andrews because the rotation they do over there would probably be like another five, six years. Yeah. And then I think Brookline is the last one. He's, what a! I'm the, assuming he's won there. I don't know. This is but, the best set of courses. I mean, what a great! It's a really good, ro- really good rotation. So you got, yeah, you got. Uh, I'm partial to Southern Hills, right. obviously, and so are you. But I think it's an awesome, awesome video. Well, I mean, there's a reason more. Five PGA championships. The, the next most, no, next most is three, I think. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think spot. I'm really excited about. See, I do wonder if. Do you see a, a situation where he plays Augusta but does not play Southern Hills? I think that is a possibility. Like, I think yeah, Augusta I is just a little bit different than yeah, oh, yeah, hundred percent is, and like the the prestige and him being a couple time winner out there, like. I could see that. Maybe even a, I could even see Augusta and then nothing else the rest of the year. Yeah. Or maybe like Augusta, just like, maybe just Augusta St. Andrews. Those are the two two of the meccas of golf, I would say. I would think St. Andrews would be pretty easy to walk. I don't think it's too hilly. It's, it's very it gets flat. cold though. I guess that's the wind and the cold. Yeah. And, which he's he's talked about how his back doesn't get activated right. basically when it's cold outside, but I don't know. We'll see. I like I said, hope he plays. Um sure we'll you'll do, we'll do some picks line. next week. Yeah. We'll probably do a full we might have to bring old Big King Golf on, yeah, and do a full full Masters preview next week. Who early just? What are your? Who do you like? Like just? Um, I like the in my mind whether it's wrong or right, which it's wrong. There's like eight guys that actually have a chance to win. Like, mm-hmm. I I'm I was in talking to some other people the other day, and I was like, oh man, Scotty Scheffler, he's making me think he'd actually win a major now. And they're like, well, yeah, he's the number one player in the world. Didn't even realize yeah. he was the number one player in the world. Good for Scotty Scheffler. What a run, by the way. He's on what winning three of his last five. I saw another stat, Tiger stat. Um, it took Tiger 27 starts, I think, before the age of 21 to reach world number one. Took Spieth 77 and Scheffler 92. That's and and also it was like 42 days between his first win and, and becoming third. world number one. That's insane. He's playing good. Um, I don't think he'll win at Augusta, though. I just 
It I just think, doesn't feel like he's one of those guys. I feel like well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Scotty, I like Scotty at Southern Hills, though. I kind of like that too. I like the two. I like he, he and Spieth at Southern Hills. I have futures on both of them already. I like Jordan. I like Morikawa at Southern. Um, I like Morikawa at Augusta because he's top ten in strokes gained putting right now. Yeah, and he's just and he's, he's the best. He's iron the best player iron player in the world. Um, and he always just like even though he's won two already, it feels like his name doesn't get brought up with like with like Rom and them as much as I probably th- should. See, I look at like everyone's gonna. Say, I think Morikawa is the best player in the world right now. Yeah, I'd probably agree with like, that. He does have some like I feel like Rom is so steady. Rom like never misses cuts, but. I feel like Morikawa was – I mean, he's won two majors, and he's, what, 25? If I had to give myself three guys to pick who's going to win next week, I'd say Colin, John Rahm, or um, – I'm not going to say – I want to say Victor, but, like, his putting and chipping. Just, like Spieth at Augusta. Yeah, you got to throw Jordan up there. I'd throw Jordan. So, John Rahm, Jordan, and Colin Morikawa. Those would be my three. I would – and those are all pretty that. chalk, so yeah. nobody goes saying, "Oh, way to go one guy on that limb. always that I still he's I mean, dynamite." One guy that I like at Augusta, just he plays well there year in year out. Like almost can count on a top fifteen out of him is Tony Finau. Like I don't yeah. know if he has the mental edge to win a major or not, but his game just fits the course so well. Yeah, I agree. Clint, do you have any takes on the Masters next week? Just a real quick, yeah. I'm just a casual fan, so I'm not going to give any picks, but I'm excited. Tiger and I might be making our return to golf in the same weekend. It's making Dang national man. news. Have I'm you gonna go, uh, take, I'm gonna go you out take, to South Lakes Golf Courts, check the terrain, walk it maybe. You taking sure. any swings lately? No, I, I'm actually – I was going to go this weekend, but I'm going to go to the range and just see how the knee's feeling. Wait, so you can play golf, but you can't play softball? Noted. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> That's just is bad, there, bad vibes out there. We can DH you. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, is there a better seven days than from this upcoming Saturday? No, eight days from this upcoming Saturday, start of the final four until the following Sunday with Augusta. And then also you got opening day, like I think right on the back end of I think of April Masters. 8th is opening day. Something like that. So it's it's during that's Masters weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. So what I mean that seriously. So you go final four national championship opening day masters all within a week. That's good. I, I don't know what time period of the month I pre- or the year I prefer. I do I am partial to October. Yeah, I mean football. Yeah. College football, college football and NFL get really full swing in October. NBA starts, hockey starts. And to me, postseason baseball is like as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and October is obvious. Like that's all I think about. When that's I'm probably my play. answer too. And the weather is just most, awesome. Football is where I have my most enjoyment, but this week is this uh, week is awesome. Though. Is yeah. as close I, I as agree. it gets to that euphoria, without it actually being football. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, any? Do you like anyone at the? Uh, Bolero, Texas. Open. Is Taylor Gooch in the field? I'll tell you, it's not a great field. I'm I pretty think. sure he has to win to get in. He's like outside the somehow he's Is outside he not the 15? invite list. I don't think so. Several guys got in. He uh, might have gotten in after last. Seamus week, Power sure. got in. I know by I think getting in the top fifty. Well, if Gooch is in the field and he needs to win, I'm picking Taylor Gooch. Let's see. I'll tell you if he's in the field. Um, he is. He, you got to think he's playing, All right? Maybe. I don't think he is. 
Oh, he is. No, he's not. So he must be. He must be in. He's got to be in. Uh, I've only got one bet in so far, and it'll probably be my only one. I don't like loading up on plays the week before Augusta. I want to save that all up for for next week. But pure value play here. Tony Finau, 50 to one. Yeah. Why the hell is he out there? I don't. And that's insane. Like he is being priced with Kevin Streelman. Like, I'm sorry. That's no disrespect to Kay Streelman. Love Kevin Shreelman. Seems like a high quality guy, but he's getting priced with Kevin Shreelman. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a lot of big names in this one. Rory, Spieth, Hideki, Bryson, Answer, I guess, are kind of the the I like Abe actually this week. He fits the course well. I know Corey Connors is one. I guess there. he plays out there. Yeah. Abe answered it. That's like his home course. Yeah, and he's getting priced like it too. He's getting priced at 20 to 1. So yeah, Corey Connors is another guy that's played very well out there. So he's probably getting way, way too much juice, but yeah, not going, not, not too excited about this tournament. I don't love the Texas swing, but uh, got to get through it to get to Augusta. So, all right, I think that is all we got. Uh, thanks as always for listening. Looking forward to being back next week, post national championship, pre Augusta. Like I said, we will be putting out an Augusta preview. Whether it's like a full episode with other stuff is. to be determined it might just only be a master's preview hoping for a few guests some betting insight uh maybe some others coming along as well we'll see what we can get uh but yeah thanks for listening and have a good weekend